Welcome back, my friends, to the sweet spot where IT leaders share the insight with other leaders and others that want to lead. My name is Carlos Vargas, and as in every week, I have my two co-hosts, Howard Holton and Paul Lewis. Morning, guys. Good morning. Hi, Carlos. Carlos is a little too excited this early in the morning. I'm wondering how that's, <laughs> that came to be. Yeah, uh, I think that is, um, I wake up like around six and I get three shots of espresso and then by around 7.30, I get another three. So I already have six shots of espresso on my body and Cuban cough. Cuban, even, wow. Cuban cough. You know, uh, if you want to- By 11 o'clock, your heart is going, look, I just just need a moment. It's not gonna take me long. I just, You you wanna you wanna check uh, Gabriel Iglesias cafecito on YouTube? Oh, I've watched it. I've oh, watched it. that is so good. So oh, it's yeah. funny down here. Uh, people drink coffee like water in Florida. Mm. I can't Have wait to get back bit, to Florida. Paul, what was that? Have you seen Fluffy's bit on cafecito? <laughs> I've not. No. So he he says I order I order a coffee and they say cafecito and I say okay cafecito. And so they bring me this cup and it's this big. And I think they're, I think they're messing with me. He said, no, no, Gordo. I want Cafe Gordo. And the guy says, no, Cafecito. No, Cafe Gordo, Cafecito. <laughs> so finally he gets mad and goes in the back and he comes back out with what looks, could only be described as a soup bowl. Right. <laughs> he sets it down at the table and he goes, Cafecito. And, he, and then he crosses his arms and he stands there and he watches me. <laughs> And I realize I've never had cafecito before. And I take a sip and I realize why they've delivered it in such a small cup. Right. Of course, he's a professional comedian, so it's far funnier when he tells the story. <laughs> right. Got uh, it. If you don't listen to him, he's probably right. top five storyteller. I'll look it up. Highly recommend it. I also woke to uh, a traditional late April snowfall. So there is a good two and a half inches of snow on my property. You get second winters too. <laughs> yeah. No, it usually lasts only a couple of days. So it'll probably last a few days here. Unfortunately, it's interrupting my renovations. They had to uh, the halt their exercise for a couple of days and they'll be back later. I feel part of the family. We are close to 70. <laughs> 70-ish. Cooler. Not bad. <laughs> no, we had like a week of a week of spring, right? It was all 60s and 70s. Yep. Like almost touched 80. And then now we're back to second winters. So we yep. had three inches of snow the other day and it's not been above 40. It's freaking awful. May should be fine for us. We're looking forward to a nice May. Yeah. <laughs> so you're getting some snow and that may slow you a little bit if you had to get out, if you had to do something. If I have to get out to go to a different office to take a meeting or do something, things change. But I think that a common topic that we all encounter is that we go to meetings all the time, correct? Yeah, yes. we've talked about it on the on the podcast, right? How to manage the, the uh, unending glut of meetings. But in fact, Microsoft um, did a big release uh, about some new features in Outlook to help with the endless meetings, right? Um, one of the neat things about owning teams um, is they can look at the analytics from how, uh, how engagement within teams has changed, right? How many meetings you have a, on, a day on average? It's up 820%. Wow. So they actually made it. How the heck can you give more than 100%? 
800% of meetings. It's eight. No, it's, it's up 800%. It's up. It's increased 800%. Right. So yeah. where you might've had an hour, the average worker probably had an hour of meetings two years ago. They have eight hours of meetings today. Okay. So I think that someone may said that some of those meetings suck. Oh, you could probably guess that all of those meetings suck, but, but we can be generous and say some. Okay. So, right. So <laughs> what do we talk about today? Because that top, that goes directly into what we want to talk about. today. We're, we're going to talk about how you suck at meetings. <laughs> you being everyone really. Um, we haven't like, how much time do you spend thinking about the meeting that's coming up, the agenda for the meeting, how everyone's going to receive it, what the attention span of the audience is, um, how long the meeting should be, what the action items are that you expect to be at the end of it, and how many, what percentage of people in the audience, right, the other people in the meeting, are going to receive an individual action item. But right, before we do that, but before we do that, let's talk about setting up a meeting in today's world. Okay? So I had the glorious experience yesterday of somebody saying, hey, could you organize a meeting for these eight people? uh within the next three days i said no problem i will get on that i go into my google calendar i create a new meeting i add my name to it um i add a second person's name then i click find a time one of the easier things to do and it shows both calendars right and it's and you're effectively going to go day by day and look for that free time and while it might have been possible to find 30 minutes between two of us. Once I added the third person and then the fourth person and then the, all the way to the eighth person, I guarantee you there is no time between now and December of 2023 before <laughs> any of us would have free time, let alone within the next three days. Impossible. Exactly what you're saying. 800% increase in meetings mean it's impossible now to create anything new. Unless you're in an existing reoccurring meeting, you simply will not find any new time. It's impossible. And that's essentially what I responded at. Unless, <laughs> unless you free up time or give me an agenda item in some other meeting, we simply are not having this conversation. That's it. <laughs> Did you, you guys see that? Like, is that, are you experiencing the same problem there? I, I literally had that exact same problem with the status meeting and I had to move it to off hours. Right. <laughs> To be able to get the people and I said, okay, this can continue. We need to find a time. And the person, like the head honcho that wants to meet and say, okay, you need to give me some time in your calendar. Don't just tell me that your calendar is up to date. Because when I go and look for time, like you said, like I can see he uses Google also. I see triple meetings every hour. <laughs> right. Who can go to three meetings in an hour? There, it's not possible. No. So, so what ends up happening is um, executives get triple meetings. I think we've all been there, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently there at least three times a day. At I'm there right now. Um, <laughs> right. And, and what you end up doing is you go for as long as you feel you need to, to one of them, the highest priority, then you task switch to the second one midstream. And then you may catch the very tail of the third one or the third one never gets any attention at all. Right. So right. why like, should it be an, a minimum amount of time for a meeting? Because I got a, a request yesterday for a 10-minute meeting with four people. No. And <laughs> no, I'm, not ever, not once. And, and it was a sales meeting. And I'm like, uh, 
10 minutes. I'm like, uh, there's no way that you can this Hi, my name is Carlos. I gotta go. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the worst thing ever. Um, I, I don't so so honestly, um, unless you're calling, unless you're touching base to someone to see if they're alive, like you're just getting a pulse, right? Nothing shorter than 30 minutes, right? Right. You can basically do a pulse check in 15 minutes. Um, it's not a bad idea. You have a new employee that started, right? That might be one or two levels separated from you. Right, you get some tangential connection or, or dotted line connection. I do fifteen minute minute touch points with them once a week, right? Because I really don't have time on my calendar, but I want to make sure that they're that that they're getting what they need. Hey, do you do you need me to move any roadblocks out of the way? Um, what's your current saturation? Like, are you meeting the right people? Do you understand how things work? Who can I connect you with? What questions can I answer? Fifteen minutes. That's it. Right. Done. No other meeting should be fifteen minutes unless it's that kind of touch point, right? Unless it's Tell me quickly what I can bulldoze out of your way so you can get done what you need to get done. So only one way. It's not, we're not having a bi-directional conversation. You're just saying, I need you to bulldoze these three things. I need right. to deal with these three things, right? I'm doing a, um, a, a mental health check, right? You have an employee that's, that's not dealing with COVID well, or you have an employee, maybe that had COVID, right? You're, you have an employee mm -hmm. that's having something that, you know, you want to do a mental health check. You want to make sure that they're okay, that they're doing well, right? I would say 30 minutes for that, right? Because you, you likely want to have a discussion, but at least 15 minutes. Other than that, I don't want a 15 minute meeting because I can't get sure. anything done and I know it's going to run over. What percentage of your meetings run over? Because mine are like 80%. Well, now I don't have the option because I have to leave to the next meeting. Well, that's the thing. There, I, I have I said, to go, I'm done. But the real question is how, what percentage of your meetings don't conclude, right? don't end. Right. And then you have to go to another meeting. There's a part of. two for everything we do now. Right. So, so that's one of the things that, that, so one of the features Microsoft added is they, they give you the ability to change the default time for meetings. So if you were to set a one hour meeting, it would actually be 55 minutes. Right. So I, I, no, it's dumb. It's asinine. No. <laughs> because who goes, who looks at the clock and goes, oh yeah, this meeting's supposed to end five minutes before the time. No, they go, it ends at the top of the hour. Right. We're at the bottom of the hour, right? What you need to do instead, Microsoft, is create another meeting that's five minutes at the top of the hour. That's five, you know what I mean? Just add right. another five-minute meeting at the end or a 10-minute meeting at the end. And right. I would argue that it needs to be a percentage of the starting meeting, right? So I want five minutes on a 15. I want 10 minutes on a 30. I want 15 minutes on an hour. Because <laughs> I may need to grab a snack and do a bio break and maybe send a single email, Right. Otherwise, what, what you do is you force everyone to be some percentage of disconnected because I have to respond to emails throughout the day. Well, my, right. e my calendar is eight hours of meetings, so I'm going to respond to emails during meetings. Well, you've just lost my attention. I am what no I, longer engaged. What I really want is a Zoom shot clock. Right. Here, here's here's <laughs> your here's your 20 second rant clock. <laughs> you know, it's green, yellow, red, and then it stops you. Like so, it mics, it's it you know, your mic. Toastmaster has that as an app that you can actually put for the speaker and you give them the time. So you actually change colors. But what I was oh, thinking, yeah. like, when you have the free version of Zoom, it actually cuts you up at 40 minutes. We need that as a built-in feature. So if you have a, an hour meeting, right. at an hour, you go, bloop, and just... Drop. Yeah, I like the team says you have five minutes left in your meeting as though that means anything at all. <laughs> you have five minutes left in your scheduled meeting. It does a bar at the top. And then the bar right. just disappears because you no one's paid any attention. Right. It's actually a pet peeve of mine, the, the lack of attentiveness paid to 
um, meeting schedule time, right? Because we all have mm -hmm. other things we need to do. And, it, and, and I'm totally fine with, hey, we've reached the top of the hour. I know we have more to discuss. I know most of you have another meeting. So we're going to stop here. Those of us that, that, that are, you know, okay to continue kind of down this tangent or with this rant are welcome to stay. Um, right. but, we'll, but we'll pick up at this exact moment next week, right? Because then it removes the pressure of, well, I have to stay on because I need to know what's going on with this project because I'm part of this project. No, no, no. We're going to talk about things on, you know, tangential. We'll bring everybody back up to speed next week. Right. What do you right. think or about going just back? stop the meeting? <laughs> That's right. What do you think about going back to when the whole idea of a stand-up meeting? When you were on the office, first of all, you didn't sit down on the chair. You was stand-up for a reason. Mm -hmm. So you went to the meeting. You discussed what was needed. There was an action item from someone. Someone said, "Okay, that's mine. We're gonna get you an answer for that," and then you move on and you finish a meeting. What about doing? So I'm adding stand-ups to my team now. Yeah. But everybody's sitting down. That's where I'm going. Um, I, I'm actually <laughs> going to ask everyone to stand up. I'm going to ask them to get out of their chair and stand. I, I, like when you're standing, when everyone's standing, there is pressure on time. Mm -hmm. right? You can't just, you can't go, well, let me settle into this conversation, right? You're, you're standing and, and a, a true standup is done in the hallway. Right, a true stand. It's not like you, you'd never do a stand up in a conference room. You right. do a stand up in a place where it's uncomfortable to stand. Right. Because it adds it adds this sense of time. It adds this sense of blocking. Right. Um, cool to do it with the phones. Zoom on the phone. Everybody on your hall. You have to be standing. <laughs> what I'd actually like to do, and I, I won't be able to do it, is is I'd like to do stand ups like walking. We're all going for a fifteen minute walk. Just walk around your block or something. Um, hop on your treadmill if it's if, if you have one if that's what you would prefer but we're doing 15 minutes of walking hmm. right and just because it adds that same that same sense of time it adds that same sense of motion it adds that same sense of of like a quasi urgency plus i don't know about you but walking and talking gets exhausting after a while right batman so only one part of me you know and holding your hand one up. thing at a time when there's activity involved one of my colleagues has a a treadmill desk so you know when you're meeting with him for 30 minutes and it's it's annoying, it's annoying <laughs> as hell yeah it's weird it's a little yeah. weird yeah. so did you ever watch the show episodes uh yeah yeah do you remember the the agent that had a treadmill desk and did the treadmill desk in high heels yeah <laughs> i don't know if you've noticed by the way i'm down 40 pounds 40 pounds that's a lot wow. of pounds was it all on the hair <laughs> no no but you can see like my face is in his fat thinning yeah. it up you do and, like if i were to shave if i were to shave there'd be far less chins do you have some sort of goal you're trying to achieve buck, uh, no i didn't buck even 20, buck 30 way. no didn't even buck 30 <laughs> it's, it's no i mean <laughs> i mean i do feel good that i basically lost a dead dog have you heard that bit from from um what's his name louis ck no it sounds he good. goes to his doctor and his doctor he's talking about his weight and his doctor says so at what point do you stop like do you stop eating when you're full and he goes i don't stop eating when i'm full i stop eating when i feel bad about myself <laughs> so like like i'm gonna i'm i'm an adult man a baby and a dead dog like like that's how much i weigh i weigh people plural <laughs> people <laughs> So I'd like I'd like to just be less people 
And that's kind of like it's I didn't set out to lose weight actually. Um I don't remember what happened, but I just switched to just drinking water. Oh, I and thought I, you replaced food with bourbon. I thought that was the No, no, that'd be a very different Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to eat less and drink more. Yeah. yeah. So I'm having a bourbon salad. <laughs> bourbon is the dressing, the ice is the lettuce. So right. It's two different things. I can call it a salad. Right. So okay. back to our topic. Yeah, back to our topic. <laughs> yeah, so so you suck at meetings, right? So yeah. the question needs to become like, like, what do you do in the modern day, right? We've talked about limiting the number of meetings, mm-hmm. really reducing the time for meetings. Um, but I would say, and, and kind of to Carlos's point, right? Another one is no meetings after hours, it's not your time, right? I get it, I get it, emergencies happen, right? But, but the rule should be no meetings after hours, right. period, end of statement, right? It's not your time. You don't pay for it. It's not yours. Right. We're not, we're not supposed to live to work, right? And so we don't, we're not supposed to, our employees aren't supposed to. And remember your pace, for everyone listening, your pace is not the pace of your employees, nor should it be the nor should that be your expectation. It's fantastic. You work seven days a week, 12 hours a day, because you're really pushing forward and blah, blah, blah. And you got an agenda, but you have people below you that are a force multiplier. Right. Right. They're, the expectation you should have is they work Monday through Friday, eight to five, nine to six, eight to four, whatever, whatever the employee handbook says their work schedule is. Right. And that's it. It ends. Right. Um, start talking to your employees. Like even if, even if you acknowledge that and you go, yeah, I don't want my employees working after hours and, and I'm all cool with that. How many times have you said it? Right. Like, well, the last time you said my schedule should never be your schedule. That's your right. schedule is eight to five Monday through Friday. If I send you something after hours, I expect a response no earlier than an hour after than an hour into the next business day. Right. No earlier. I don't want a six o'clock reply. I want a nine o'clock reply. Right. Right. And it better be a Monday, not a Sunday. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We have to keep reiterating that as leaders or they'll 100%. change their expectations to align to yours. I had a conversation yesterday. We were asked by a third party, right? A consulting agency. Hey, these are the times that, that, that I have open to do a call. Can we do a call? And one of the times was 530 to 630 Eastern Standard Time. I, I don't right. care. It's fine for me. However, right. one of my guys was Eastern Standard Time. And he and I said, cool, then I can only do it one to two or whatever the time was. Like I, this slot right. is open. He replies back and goes, well, 5.30 to 6.30 is open on both our calendars. And I went, no, it's not. It's not open on your calendar. Right. I don't want you in the, ha- yeah, but that was the only slot. No, it's not. We could do it the next day. Right. right. The next day, the next week. Slot. Is it that much of an emergency to talk, have not. this conversation now? Yeah, it is not. And then of course you get into the meeting and you realize, oh, oh, this is not a good meeting anyway. <laughs> Right. So how about the virtual unspoken meetings that happen over text or Slack that happen after hours? People start sending messages and there's no a an official meeting, but then all of a sudden they send a bunch, they connect a lot of people. I hate having two phones. (laughs) That being said, this is my work phone. After five o'clock, it is in my office and it doesn't matter. Text all you want. Text up the text <laughs> up a storm. Hit it on Teams. Bang the crap out of it. 
tomorrow morning when I come into my office, I will look at it and go, that's a lot of messages. I'll start replying to these. <laughs> right. Right. You as the employee have the option. You as the leader set the expectation. Set the expectation that the time after work is the employee's time, not the employer's time. And then act accordingly. Right. Right. And, and, and look, no one's going to be perfect about it, really. There's going to be things that, that come up. You're going to have a thought after hours. And the employee may wish to reply. But set the expectation that there is no expectation of a reply. There's no expectation of work. And I had a policy, 45 hours. At the 46th hour, I need an email. I will write you up. Right? I don't want you working all those hours. If you're working mm -hmm. at your 46th hour working, I want an email saying, why the hell are you working? Right. I, I, want, I want to sign off on it. Just like if you were, if it was a large expense, because it's a, it's an expense to your time. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the most, I can't create more of it. It's the most valuable resource, right? We can do a fundraising round and get more money, but I can't ever get more time. So let's talk about big ass meetings. Yeah, go ahead. You have a, nexus, you have an opinion. Was that? I said, I think that's the nexus of this. I think that's that is, yes, it is. The big ass meetings are where you really suck. Right? <laughs> Let, let's define first what is a big meeting. Anything more than 10 people is a big meeting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So looking at that as the kind of kind of bar, right, as the waterline, how many meetings do you have a day that's more than 10 people? Because I have a lot. 50%. Yeah. I don't set them. I don't I, like it takes a lot for me to set a meeting with more than four people. Because there has to be like a purpose. Right? Right. There has to be a real specific reason all those people need to come in. Yeah, I get invited worse, to those meetings. I agree. Yeah. And what's worse is they tend to be recurring. Right. Right? Like it's not just once. It's, hey, there's this big project. Let's get 27 people on the call. Okay, cool. What are 27 people going to do in a one-hour meeting? You're going to give them each two minutes to talk? Yep. You're not. Right? In that 27-person meeting, um, are you paying attention to who's engaged and who's not? Who's commenting and who's not? No, of course not. Right? Are you are you then paring it down and going, well, there's only five people that are actually engaged, only five people that actually need to be here. There's 22 people that it's informational for. Maybe record the meeting and email it to the 22 people afterwards and pare it down to just six people. Right. That would, that would probably be a decent start. It's not going to be, maybe not be perfectly effective, but is wasting the time of 22 people perfectly effective? I find that 22 person list includes hierarchies, right? So there's a manager, the direct reports, their direct reports, all the way down to the bottom and you have this big hierarchy of people, uh, either because the manager doesn't feel that they have enough information or it's actually a presentation by the individual contributor. I find Presentations them- should be recorded and emailed out. Right. Like, like record the presentation, email it out and say, hey, this is your homework. Just watch it at any period preferably no more than 15 minutes, right. preferably, right? Like, look, if it's longer than 15 minutes, re do the slide recording, honestly. So people right. can watch a single slide, get the recording for it, and then move to the next slide. Right. right. Story becomes much more important longer than that. You're trying to keep people's attention. Then, then, then schedule a 30 minute meeting for discussion on it. Have three slides mm -hmm. and go, hey, these are the three slides. Here's slide number one, the top topics were A, B, and C five minutes of discussion. Here's slide two, top topics, D, E, and F, five right. minutes of discussion, right? 
um, so that so that people who didn't watch it can still somewhat contribute, and people who did watch it will come with their discussion topics. Right. Now you've taken a, a, an hour, hour and a half meeting, cut it down to 30 minutes, and asked for engagement and, and left all the time for engagement. So, right. so interesting thought. Do any of you count as a success metric or KPI people attending to a meeting? Because thinking about this, big projects get bubbled up, and sometimes I've seen the list of all these people attended the meeting and here the meeting notes. Does that make any sense to you to have a list of the people that attended or is more important the action items and when they're gonna be completed? And that I is want, the part that I never see on the meeting notes. Yeah. All I want is the action items. I don't even want the meeting notes. Right. And, and if I don't have an action item and I'm not in the chain of confirming an action item is done, why send me the email? I'm not gonna read it. I'm absolutely not going to read it. I don't care what the meeting notes were. I was in the meeting. Right? If, 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 if honestly, if the value is the meeting notes, don't have the meeting, just send me the notes. Right. right? You, you, you've already consumed an hour of my time. And guess what? The next hour I'm in another meeting and the hour after that I'm in another meeting and the hour after that I'm in another meeting. When am I supposed to read those meeting notes? You didn't assign me an action item, so I'm not going to read them. Like I, I, I'm, I'm to the point now where uh, it's it's so much and it's so frustrating that all we're doing is burning out employees, right? Psychologists, mm -hmm. sociologists, people who study workplace, Microsoft themselves are just publishing articles about meeting burnout and meeting churn, right? We have to do something. It's it's absolutely horrible. Frankly, it's ruined work from home from a productivity stance. Mm. Ruined it, completely ruined it, right? People are looking to go back to the office because I'm in less meetings. <laughs> right. Right? So, not because it's a better place to work, not because right. they're more efficient, not because it's more effective, not because they even feel safe, but because they're in less meetings. Right. I'll get to close my door and you'd have to physically walk into my office to talk right. to me. I, I could possibly do work from eight to five, even if I'm in a two hour commute on the way home. <laughs> I'm in less meetings and I can get more work done. Right. We've ruined the, the whole value of work from home. Right. So what should, from your experience, what is the optimal time or a length of a meeting. We already discussed in a previous podcast that we should be looking if we have people on three GOs between 10 and two or 10 and three, so we can cover all three GOs and have a break in between. But what about the length of the meeting to actually be productive? So you have something, okay, this is all that we're gonna spend and we need to be efficient. So, so this is what I would say. Figure out what the purpose of the meeting is. Let's say you're presenting, right? Um, you've got some content that you need to, to disseminate. How long does it take to disseminate that content? Now, get it down by 10 minutes. Mm. I, I don't care how long it is, right? If it's, if it's, hey, it takes me 40 minutes, cool, get it down by 10 minutes. I guarantee you have 10 minutes of fluff in there. I guarantee you get story drift, right? Get a nice compact story as tight as that story can be. Then double it. You still only get half. <laughs> right? You still only get half. Half of the meeting should be discussion, period, end of statement. If you don't get the discussion, if your story is really good and everybody understands and there's no sticking points and you don't get discussion, end the meeting early and give people back the time on their calendar. Not everyone is triple booked. 
Some people will get 20 minutes to respond to emails, have a bio break, have a snack, whatever they need to do. Let the dogs out, you know, we're all working from home. So there's a myriad of things that someone can use 20 minutes for. Give them the 20 minutes, give them the 10 minutes. They will be thankful for three. Seriously, <laughs> right? There is nothing worse than going, I think I can get this down to, to 20 minutes and setting a 15 minute meeting. You're right. gonna go over, you're gonna go over every time. And then if you've got a recurring meeting, and it goes over every time. Either change the meeting it or change the meeting. Yeah. Don't ever go, I guys, we've had an hour every week. I think we can get this one down to 30 minutes. There's less information. It will never be 30 minutes. People will want to revisit crap. It'll right. be another hour. And then the next thing is, let's say you bring 26 people together. You're kicking off a project. It's really important. You get some new, you know, work stream that you're, that you're doing. You get 26 people together. All 26 people in the meeting should have a purpose and break them out in that first meeting. Hey, right. 26 people, there's a ton to do. Five of you are going to do this, five this, five this, five this, two coordinate. Right. You all will break out into individual meetings over the next two weeks. We'll have a touch point in three weeks. Then you get 27 people back together. You just go around the horn. Hey, I need a speaker from each of those work streams to talk right. about what you've accomplished. Are there any blockers? Are we on schedule? Is the Gantt chart updated or whatever you're using, right? Project right. plan updated. Okay, cool. We're breaking out. I won't see you for another three weeks. Right. Don't do 27 person weekly weekly meetings where everyone's expected to give the update on what each individual's doing. No, 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 no. <laughs> breakouts. Use breakouts. Use breakouts a lot. Even use yeah. breakouts within teams, right? You can do a 27 person meeting that you start as 27 people, hey, we're all here to talk about business continuity and supply chain management. Yep. So we, I'm breaking you out into five, in, into your logical work, work groups within teams. Hey, here's your breakouts. Right. right? It's okay to have a thousand person meeting if you're the only one talking and the job of everybody else is to be an audience. Uh, it is not possible to do that if you're expecting to receive input. For <laughs> sure. And I would still, I would still record it. Yes. You know what I mean? I'd still pre-record it and, and mail it out. And, and look, there is nothing that says you can't do a survey. You can't do a survey monkey. Um, micro, use a Microsoft form, mm -hmm. right? And say, hey, look, you don't have to be in this meeting. Just watch the video and fill out the form. Right. Answer Problem these solved. questions. Yep. Do it on your time, right? Here's 11 questions. And hey, guess what? To make it even easier, We've broken out the story points into individual videos. So you're not watching one 40 minute video, you're watching eight five minute videos. Right. So I'm gonna, I did something a little bit high tech. So I'm using a company that I upload the meeting videos and you can search for whatever you want across all the videos for that meeting series. So you don't hmm. have to watch them. If you wanna know something, you just type and it gave you to that video minute by second where that topic appears. Nice. Don't, don't keep the secret. Tell her, tell, <laughs> tell, tell us and everybody watching. So Who is this? I'm using write this down. Of, uh, called Searchy. I'm one, Searchy. Of, uh, uh, one of the original uh, launchers for the platform. So I can give, put a link on the video. And the cool thing is that you can actually, every video, can get indexed in their proper language. And then you can create groups. So you can search through all those videos. You can edit the transcription. You can then get the audio so people can download it and hear it. Um, so it actually 
we just did it for a project that I'm working on and new people that literally just joined the company. The first thing that they did, they went through it and I was in a meeting and said, Hey, Carlos, I'm on video number three of your meeting and I'm typing all the questions and I'm like, Oh, great. So it actually, there's ways to optimize the meetings. Like you said, people that don't need to be in the meeting can get what they need from your meeting and then they can just come with the questions that they need. Uh, and actually, I also want to say that for this podcast, because we index all our podcasts through <laughs> that platform. That's true. We, we really should be using it for this podcast for a few reasons, not the least of which is they, they are long and they, and we do have several topics in each podcast. It'd be nice to be able to index them a little better for our viewers. Cool. There you go. New tool. So, so I do want to say it's also worth as a company, if you have people that are commonly speaking, spend a little bit of time and effort and get them a decent microphone and a decent camera setup and mm -hmm. show them how to do it. Like spend an hour getting their stuff set up. There's nothing worse than a common presenter that commonly has an echo. Right. Exactly. Away from you. Yeah. I, I see that those all the time. They're like, Okay, so we're talking about this great thing. Right. And here, we're doing this. Like, yeah. If you right, can't, eye to eye. Eye yes. to eye, hundred percent. Right. Like I resort my windows so that I'm looking at you guys. That's and right. Those windows are right next to the camera, so it should look roughly like I can maintain eye contact, so I'm comfortable, mm -hmm. and at the same time it should look, look look reasonable, not like I'm maintaining eye contact. How is this? <laughs> that doesn't work at all. And you have and like, presenters that that's what they do is present to the company a lot. Right. And they're like this and have no idea. Yes. And they, they have a big monitor in front of them and they have their laptop in front of it. So you're looking at their nose the whole time. Right. <laughs> because they're looking forward and they're, you're looking at their nose. Yeah. Take the time. <laughs> the time. It's always worth the effort. Yeah. It's always worth the effort. It, and the goal is to increase engagement, right? If you don't have the engagement of the people in the meeting, they shouldn't be in the meeting. Right. So I'm actually adding to that meeting that I mentioned to you because of feedback from the guys. I'm adding for the meeting tonight dollars falling down, <laughs> uh, fireworks, literally, and confetti because, nice. because we celebrate some of the things that, that the group is doing. So somebody said, hey, we need some confetti. And I use it when I do live stream. So I said, bringing something that your audience, that you can engage them with it. And it was funny because yesterday when I was trying it in another meeting, somebody said, hey, we're talking about the money. And I touched the bottom of the money flowing and everybody catch it up right away. <laughs> so it was funny, but then you need to do this engaging. Right. If not, it's gonna get another boring meeting. People not gonna pay attention. They're not gonna respond, and you're not gonna get the results that you need that you want for for that meeting. Yes, I would also say you have 30 seconds to speak, and then you must pause. You must right. pause. You're no longer allowed to task to to topic switch without pausing for comments on the topic you're on. I don't right. know. Do, do people think that that like everybody watching is just sitting, oh, I have, I have a question. I'm going to write it down because <laughs> I'm going to wait till the very end. That's right. Like, no, you're, you lose three quarters of the questions, a lot of which are valuable, right? Right. Um, like I'm trying to stay engaged. As soon as I take my eyes away and I write down my question, I'm no longer engaged for what's being said now. Right. Right. So 
one topic, questions on the topic, one topic, questions on the topic. That break also gives a reset mentally to people. And maybe you've lost engagement with some people. Maybe not mm -hmm. on purpose, maybe on purpose. They replied to an email, they got a text, the dog was barking, whatever. Right. The pause and change in speaker, it changes volume, it changes tone, it changes, changes vocal um, cues, means they go, oh, something else, something new is happening. I can get re-engaged. <laughs> That's right. Right? Um, or just randomly ask people questions. Call people out to get their attention. Right, right, something. Oh, what something. do you think of that? What, what, I wasn't listening. So I do want to leave with one final note because we're, we, we are, this is a long podcast. Um, and that is, as a leader, especially in, in me, the meeting hell that we're in, take a minute and ask yourself, how many of the meetings that I have scheduled in a week celebrate the good things being done by my employees? I don't think we celebrate nearly enough. Right. Right. Everyone's disconnected. Everyone's working from home. There is no more team. We talked about death of the team last year in one of our podcasts, right? Yep. yep. The best way to try to reestablish that, the best way to add some positivity to morale, celebrate the wins of the team frequently. Hey, you have a team meeting the first 10 minutes. Forget about your agenda. The first 10 minutes is celebrating the team. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to celebrate everyone every time. This is that just diminishes the celebration. But make sure you celebrate everybody every month. Right. Right. And if you can't, maybe that should be a topic of your one-on-one -on -one with that person. Right. Right. Hey, we need. I need to celebrate you. Right. I know you're doing good things because you're still employed. Let's That's talk right. about what we can celebrate. That's right. Keep me informed right. of the things I need to talk about. Yeah. Right. Right. And actively ask for them. And it. And and look. We've said it a million times. If you're not doing one-on-ones, you're failing as a leader. Do one-on-ones. It's not your meeting. It's their meeting. But maybe start with, hey, we're going to start. So I want to celebrate you. Um, do we have anything we can celebrate? Right. And, and I don't care. Like celebrate the birth of a child. Like right. it's a team, right? So That, that is important in fairness. Yeah. You're it saying is. as if that's a side. <laughs> that's that's no, a small but, life change. But I don't know that we do that, right? Celebrate a new, a new house, celebrate a new car, a kid going to college, right? Whatever it is. Right, celebrate anything you can. Celebrate, just just celebrate. Spend ten right. minutes celebrating. It will it will change the tone. It will change the engagement. It will change the morale overnight. Agreed. Carlos, another Thank good you, pod. Friends, um, we all at some point in time suck at meetings, but the idea is that we don't do it anymore. So make sure, as we always say, share this podcast with your team your manager, everyone in the company, so we can be more productive. We can be the leaders, we can be, so we'll see you on our next episode.